This is a podcast about the manosphere, so it may contain references to extremist misogyny and violence, and it will definitely contain lots of swears. Hey, Aileen, did you know that women in the Victorian era had it really good? Uh, no, I didn't. So that's just no, absolutely no, no. Hello and welcome to Manosphere Debunked, as you know, the podcast where we debunk the Manosphere, one fact at a time and also one shitty TikTok or Instagram reel at a time, which is the <laughs> basis of today's episode. Um, I'm Dan, otherwise known as the Narcissist Psychologist on Instagram. And I am Aileen Barrett, author of Tinder Translator and H3 of Modern Misogyny. And uh, things are about to change around here, folks. <gasps> so listen up. We're going to shake things up, are we? Did you know that this is the <clears throat> number episode that we've done, Dan? <laughs> Did I, I know think... what? Sorry. This is the twentieth. I'm going to say it's the twentieth episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say know, it is. Yeah, yeah, we've done. Yeah, we've done a fair few episodes. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that I could have looked up how many episodes we've done before <laughs> I said that, but I didn't. <laughs> so anyway, so we've been doing this from uh, since August of last year, and uh, out of the goodness of our hearts, taking time out for our, our other important pursuits of being Simpson man haters. Well, I mean, actually, in, in a way, we're not taking time out from that at all, are we? No, just doing that pretty much day in, day out, really. Yeah, and just, just doing it right now. So, <laughs> And we love bringing you these episodes free access. We both agree that we want to continue to bring most of the episodes free access. But if you would like to support the show, we are starting a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Manosphere Debunked Pod, where you can listen to longer versions of our bonus episodes. So today we are looking at one of the aforementioned mentioned TikToks of doom and we will be <laughs> discussing it here on whatever wherever you get your podcast just a short little episode our bonus episodes on our mainstream are now going to be pretty short but if you subscribe to patreon we will be doing a much longer version of each episode and you can support us and get a bit more manosphere debunked in your life so the link is in the show notes and it's manosphere debunked pod on patreon so yeah go and subscribe and you can listen to even more of this episode uh, in which we will be talking about how victorian women had it real good <laughs> really good real, apparently real good, yeah. according to the gentleman in question yes um we're gonna we're gonna listen to the clip together and then we're going to discuss it. We're also going to talk a bit on Patreon about who the guy is um, saying this shit. And also a comment that I left on the clip on the kind of Manosphere site and some of the responses I got, which, as you can imagine, super rational, um, super just, you know. Charming char is the oh, way I would describe them as. Oh, mm -hmm. gentlemen, uh, Victorian gents, eat everyone. <laughs> I'm quite excited um, because... Obviously, we have we've we've referred to your academic and professional credentials quite a few times mm -hmm. on the show because they're relevant, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and because you put them in the name of your Instagram bio. <laughs> Such a show to make sure oh, I've got a PhD. <laughs> but today we can before we start talking about history, cite my academic credentials. Dun, dun, dun. Go on, hit us with it. So I've got a master's in cultural history from the University of Manchester. I did 
BA history and then MA cultural history. And it might not surprise our listeners to know that I took quite a few modules uh, of gender history in my time um, studying. I wouldn't have expected that from you. Yeah, no, yeah. What a surprise. In fact, I did one that focused entirely on uh, women in Victorian England. So basically, I've got a bit of a base of knowledge. So yeah, so that's bringing in my cultural history MA. Uh, which is exciting. Uh, well, for well, me, anyway. yeah. just for me, because I love talking about history and I love talking about how misogynists are wrong. And so this is like I'm a perfect pumped, episode. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we've been talking about this clip for a while now in this history. Should mm-hmm. we uh, should we watch it? Should we play it? Yeah, yeah, we'll play it. Men just do what women want. Why? Because they care about women and they want women to be happy and they want them to love them, right? Uh, and so... You can go back to say the Victorian era and men used to treat women with an extreme amount of deference because the generations living then remembered a time when the world was a lot more difficult than people now remember it being. And so the physical inequality between men and women was um, emphasised because the world was a much more difficult place. And so men took a paternalistic and patriarchal view on how women should be treated and women wanted men to take that they wanted to be safe they wanted to be provided for they wanted to make sure their children were safe and men did what they could um now men have won they've you know the the fact we've got airplanes flying overhead and the fact that we're not about to be invaded is the victory of western man and then for some reason women decided okay well i'm not afraid anymore uh i want what you have you don't do the things that we do so you can't have what we have. Um, but men just want women to be happy. They want them to love them. They want their approval. And so if gaining women's approval means pretending women are equal to men or, you know, saying this, that, or the other, whatever it is, they'll do it. And it's completely taken men off of the throne that they sat on. And this throne was never imposed by authority, actually. It was imposed by consent. Right. Okay. So firstly, yeah, I had to listen to that at least three times. Because right. I'm not going to lie, I didn't find it the most coherent set of statements, um, <laughs> if I'm completely honest. I thought yeah. like, like sometimes he said things that just completely threw me and I'm like, what are you talking about? And how does that link <laughs> to the previous sentence that you've just said? It's also batshit. It's actually wild. Like, there's a lot to unpack. A lot to unpack yes. in that. Yes. So let's paint a little picture. It's not your average po- podcaster in a studio. Mm-mm. I think they're in a park, are they? Yeah. So so there's a man who I think is interviewing another man and a woman, potentially having a conversation because we just come in right at the start of that um, diatribe. And um, the person doing the interview just kind of ends up holding the mic to this man who goes off on this uh, tangent about Victorian era women. And then you don't really get much of an opportunity or the, the women rather is not given an opportunity to kind of rebut anything that this individual has well, said. It's I mean, just no, that clip. I'm sure it's part of a longer thing, but she just seemed to be nodding, yeah. which disturbs me. Although, you know, sometimes I might nod my head, you know, in, in an effort to just be like, okay, I'm just, I just want to get away from this man who has just accosted me in the middle of a park <laughs> to have a random dis- debate about what men and women want. In Victorian era, I might be like, yeah, 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 cool, cool. I'm just going to go now. I was, all, I was just, what? I was just walking my dog. Can I continue <laughs> to do that now? Thanks. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I kind of thought she might be involved, but she's standing at such a distance that she probably isn't actually involved in this at all. I no. love that it starts. That men just do what women want, and then she's like, why not? No, they don't. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I think the the pre- the whole premise of it is that men do what women want, and that's why women are equal with men, mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. So what a like it's such a random conclusion to draw at the end is that like throughout history, men have just done whatever women want, and now all of a sudden, women want equality, and so men are like, okay. It's staggeringly stupid, um, if I may. But also goes completely against a lot of what men are saying they don't want. So they don't want women to be equal. They don't see women as equal. They will come out and literally say that out loud. Yeah, but but then they do love women and they want them to be happy. So they just pretend they're equal. That's what I'm doing, by the way, just so you know. In this podcast, I'm just like, whatever. She wanted a male host. Okay. I did re- realise watching this video that you aren't a simp. You're a liar. And um, <laughs> I don't know which is worse, to be honest. So, yeah, so he's basically trying to say that men don't really believe that women can be equal with them, but they are pretending that they can to keep women happy. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and for that, he uses this argument that in the Victorian times, men treated women with a lot of deference. Not sure if he knows what that word means, to be honest. <laughs> Men took a paternalist and patriarchal view. I mean, I agree with that bit. We just we disagree on the kind of morals of taking a paternalist and patriarchal view. And the reasons why, yeah. Yeah. Not because women wanted protection and it was something that was asked for. Yeah, I think famously in, in Victorian times, women just sat around going, Oh, Charles, please protect me from the, the horrors of modern life. And they just treated them with deference and then they won. Won what? Like, yeah, what is like, and we won. What did you win? And who were we battling? I feel like he was talking about World War Two. What do you think? It's like, look, we have planes in the sky now. Look, we've got planes, planes in, the sky. in the sky. We're not being invaded. So he's talking about Victorian era women and the way men treated Victorian era women. And then all of a sudden we're talking about planes. Yeah. And um, not, sure not about being the invaded. I just think that they're always talking about World War Two. I think these men are just like, they've just got a hard on for World War II the entire time. But yeah, also, can we just acknowledge the, it, this is the triumph of Western man. Racism mm-hmm. coded, just like coded, just white coded that I think is what he's saying, really. Because he'll probably argue that like people in other countries aren't civilised or haven't, you know, developed enough or whatever. They, they don't have planes in the sky. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you won't be able to, which you are. There's no, there's no other way to, to, to consume this podcast. But anyway, you won't be able to see that Dan just picked up his glass of water but held it like he was sort of swilling a, a whiskey glass and went and like gestured with it. They don't have planes in the sky and then took a sip. It was it was it was beautiful. <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah, so basically like the men did they won and then women were like, Oh, we like it too. We want we we like this winning. Now it's safe here. Famously, the world is safe for women now. No, I can't think of any stats that would disprove that. <laughs> Nothing. Safe as houses. Yeah. Safe in their own houses, famously. Mm, famously, to, yeah, not. At risk from their own partners. Anyway, so that's that That's that deference and paternalistic quality. But yeah, so basically there's like, oh, women are safe now. So now they want what men have, but we don't do what men do. So you can't. And the idea that like men were like on a throne by consent, which like, do you know what a throne is, buddy? Nobody's ever been installed as a king by consent. Like, it's not even mm. what the fucking thing is about. Yeah, so I, I don't know much about how people kind of become, succeed onto the throne. Yeah. But I guess initially it was all about divine divinity, wasn't it? Yeah. Like God goes and, and male, maleness, on the if throne. you can. 
if you could. Yeah. It wasn't a unanimous democratic decision where it's like, shall I be king or shall he be king? That's not quite how it works. It was like, God said somebody should be king. And then I wanted to be king. So I had that person beheaded, (laughs) which is how I understand history. It's just a lot of beheading. Yeah, got a bit stabby, got a bit stabby. And now I'm king. Uh, Or my dad fucked my mum and I was born and now I'm king. That's that's basically, it's either one of those. So do you want to... Do you want to know a bit about Victorian England and how it was for women or? I do. I would like to, I'd like you to enlighten me with potentially a more accurate depiction of what Victorian England was like for women. Yeah. So I, I'll put a few sort of articles and stuff in the show notes, but this isn't something where I, I will, I'm good. We're going to do a whole episode on the idea of like the traditional family and how it's been disrupted by modern feminism, because that's something the Manosphere loves to chat about. And it's actually bullshit. So this, cause this is a bonus episode. I'm just going to talk more generally. So this idea that that men treated women with deference, it probably comes from some of the ideologies of the time that you might have heard of the term separate spheres. Have you heard of that term? Nope. So in anyone who did votes for women in the UK in like GCSE history or A-level history probably has heard of that term. Uh, It's this Victorian idea that there are two spheres, the public and the private. Mm-hmm. And uh, the woman is sort of her sphere is the private sphere and the man's sphere is the public sphere. It kind of comes from the fact that after the Renaissance, like they took what they wanted to from ancient Greece and ancient Rome. And some of that was, you know, that upper class women were basic secluded to their homes. They had power in, in some ways, but they were secluded to their homes. And so, mm-hmm. like, well, let's do that. then. that sounds fine. Oh, we can't have slaves anymore. But apart from that, we'll do the same things, you know, that kind of vibe. There was a concept of the angel in the house, the woman, wife and mother, this sort of soft angelic presence in the home who would oversee it and and care for everyone but the man was sort of the head of the household and he was suited by his biology by his masculine uh, frame yeah by his masculine frame by his biology by his psychology by everything you know his god-given whatever it was to be out in the world, being dynamic, being a leader, being going to work, all these things. And that's like the separate spheres ideology in a really basic way. And that was a thing that that was promoted uh, in the Victorian era. But it, it doesn't mean that it was something that was the lived experience of most women in the Victorian era, because it was very much an upper class thing that throughout history, most women have worked, paid work, not just unpaid childcare and, and that like had some kind of income because throughout history most people have needed everyone in their household above the age of 10 to be bringing in money if they can because throughout history working class people have been exploited for their labor and underpaid so you know the the kind of paternalistic victorian ideas that he's talking about are the ideas of why upper class men and they were paternalistic towards other men as well paternalistic mm-hmm. towards you know working class men and that's why the victorian era although we see it as the kind of you know if you watch period dramas from that time the kind of polite society and the men and women and all that stuff the victorian era is this massive massive um history of like working class resistance movements but most men couldn't vote for most of the victorian era 
Mm-hmm. Um, and some men couldn't vote until 1918. So and was that in, was that because of class and things like that? Yes. Yeah, so it was yeah, there. Okay. Were, there was different qualifications. So it was property qualifications, and then they kind of there's a few big reform acts which which expand the vote. But that's because like before there was like 12 people in Britain who could vote. They were all rich white <laughs> men, and then there was like you know 35, and then there was you know a thousand or something. And um, that's mm. not true. But it gets expanded to middle class men, and then it gets expanded to some working class men. So that's kind of not relevant to what he's saying but it's relevant in the way that the ideas that he has of men had deference for women was like a cultural trope that was being spread around the upper classes it still wasn't the experience of upper class women upper class women still were victims of domestic violence they still couldn't divorce their husbands it wasn't until the middle of the 19th century i think it was in the 1850s that there was something called the married women's property act which meant that married women could own their own property for the first time because when you would Gosh. get married, your property would automatically become your husband's. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, the age on, of consent fair. was like 12 for quite a lot of the oh god the Victorian times. And if you're a working class women, woman in Victorian England, you know, this is like height of industrial revolution. There are the, all these factories. You might be working in a factory, maybe a cotton mill. Famously, there are the match shit girls. They made matches in the factories and some of the stuff that was used was poisonous. They didn't make enough money to basically even sustain their lives. So there's like these stories of the little match stick girls going to sell matches in the street they certainly weren't treated with any kind of deference if you got pregnant out of wedlock you had your baby taken away from you or you were shunned by society if your husband hit you then it wasn't anyone else's business and obviously that can continued into way into the 20th century and because there were these strong working class men's movements the unionist movements you know the labor union movements kind of built up within the 18th century to campaign for stuff that we rights that we enjoy today like having a weekend and stuff like that but they very much excluded women Mm -hmm. and children uh, who obviously also worked for much of the victorian era they excluded women and it, it made it even harder for women to have secure pay in their jobs that they had because again men didn't just protect women and they didn't just sit around being protected by men from the evils of the world they were very much actors within the world and that's before you even get into the kind of history of psychology in the 19th century which don't know how much you know about it but there was a lot of women just institutionalized for being hysterical which isn't a real thing no yeah i'm familiar ish with that but i'm not i didn't necessarily know that that was sort of around the victorian era do you know what the actual thing that they that hysteria was that they thought it was? Uh, yeah, wasn't it um, wandering womb? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, every time it's too funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, they believe that they believe that the, a woman's womb kind of something along the lines of detached from where it was supposed to be, and then just wandered around the body uh-huh. like some kind of lost soul. Yeah, yeah, that, that is literally it. I mean, that's mm-hmm. mad. The understanding of biology and it wasn't probably the best at, at that point. Was I mean, it? there was a lot of stuff about humors, you know, like the four humors, like phlegm, mm-hmm. blood. I don't know stuff. Anyway, that, let's not get into that. But basically, thanks for coming to my TED talk. So, in a nutshell, um, not nearly as uh, poetic or romantic of a vision as our park gentleman painted. <laughs> no. Uh, not at all. Mm. Not even slightly. Mm. It's a wild time. I'll share um I'll share a reel on our Instagram that I put on my Instagram uh, replying to this story. Uh, that's just got a load of, of articles about women in Victorian times. Just a sort of is a, a slideshow essentially of, of stuff that is not <laughs> deference to women. 
but uh what you say park guy would you like to know about who this guy is i would love to know about who our incoherent rambling man with a different version of history is yeah uh well you can and so can you if you subscribe to our patreon that's going to be the end of our main feed episode but if you head on over to patreon and subscribe you can listen to who he is and also to a few of the choicest comments replying to me when i uh, attempted to call bullshit on that the page that um showed this lovely clip but yeah, if you if you're not going to join us on Patreon, then I still wish you um, to be treated with the deference that this dude thinks that women in the Victorian times were treated with. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah.